0: This is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little Jones of MrsChristyJones.com, episode number 59. In today's episode, I am talking about taking ownership for the relationships in your life. And I'm talking about the relationships with your mom, your dad, your siblings, your friends, your coworkers. Are they relationships that you desire? Are they healthy, fulfilling? Do they serve you? all of these questions answered up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones. I'm a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and the chief cheerleader for women all over the world. If you are new to our podcast, woohoo! Welcome to the family. I am thrilled that you are here. And if you are already a part of my tribe and you don't already know, I love and appreciate you. In today's episode, I am talking about taking ownership for the relationships in your life. Let me first start by saying that relationships are everything to me. I love my relationships. They are a serious priority to me. And so my question to you is how much do your relationships matter to you? What is the quality of your relationships? Are they healthy? Are they reliable? Are they strong? Are they deep? Are they loyal? Or are they just surface? Are they shady? Are they unreliable? Could you take them or leave them? (laughs) The quality and health of your relationships really depends on you. On you taking ownership for them. On you making them a priority. On you releasing them if necessary, and you really creating and cultivating relationships that not only support you and encourage you and really serve you, but that you really pay attention to making them a priority in your life. So let's talk about that a little bit. Um, Do you have a relationship that you put forth absolutely no effort in, but you expect the other person to do all of the initiating when it comes to your relationships. Now, many of us know people like that. Many of us have been in relationships with people like that where we're in a relationship with them and we're the ones who are always calling them, asking them how they are, asking them, you know, if they wanna go do something, hang out, Calling them for their birthday, but you know, on the flip side, for some reason, they don't seem to do the same when it comes to initiating a relationship with you. And you over time feel like, you know what, I'm doing all the work in this relationship. And they on the other the other person is just really receiving all the benefits of the relationship. Now, I know I've been in relationships like that before. And you most likely they were when I was a little bit younger. And as I've gotten older, I realized that you know, I really desire relationships that are mutually involved. And that what that what that means is that we are both committed to the relationship, we are both committed to putting forth the effort in making the relationship great, or making the relationship work, or making the relationship healthy and strong and, and transparent and engaging and and communicative, right? And so the first thing I want you to think of when it comes to the relationships in your life is, are they relationships that reflect what you desire? Are they relationships that reflect what you need? Are they relationships that reflect what you need as far as even being supported or Are they relationships that serve you, that really serve you for where you are in whatever season of life that you are in? And, you know, I love my relationships, as I mentioned before, but, you know, relationships, sometimes they change and they shift based on the season that you are in. And I think it's important to know that when you take ownership for your relationships those relationships that last through the test of time are really relationships that you and the other party have been committed to building very deeply, especially in the beginning. Now, I have numerous relationships with my ride or dies that are have been forged over decades. We've literally been committed to developing the depth in our relationship mutually. Over decades. And what does that mean? What does that look like? You know, our relationships may have started off very surface, right? But then we made the commitment, whether it was very obvious or whether we just really enjoyed being around each other and it turned into something greater, it turned into something deeper. And we, and I, one of the things that I really want to stress is that the relationships, That you create and cultivate in your life based on what it is that you desire them to look like, how you, the relation, what the relationships are really the desire that you have for these relationships to serve you. It's important that you're clear about that because the one thing that is so difficult in relationships sometimes is that. When you are in a relationship and you desire something from the relationship and the other party is not clear about what that desire is or what that need is or what it is that, you know, or how you desire to feel supported or even served. And so, you know, there's so much room for offense when you do not necessarily define the relationship. And it's sometimes a little awkward to define it so formally. And, you know, even in the the close relationships that I have with several women is it's it's really evolved over time. And one of the processes for evolving very solid and loyal and strong depth in relationship is open communication. You have got to stay open. And one of the things you have to be open in your communication, and you have got to be transparent and vulnerable. Now, many relationships that I've experienced, not necessarily personally, but I have seen in and through my counseling other people is that when women don't feel like they Have really strong relationships, it's usually because there has not been a mutual exchange of vulnerability and transparency. And when you take ownership for the relationships that you're creating and cultivating in your life, that is a necessity, transparency and vulnerability, especially if you're wanting deep, the depth in relationship. If you don't really have a desire for the depth that a beautiful relationship offers, then. There may be something else going on because I believe that we were all created to be in relationship with each other. And so if you're not wanting to be in a relationship, oftentimes it's because you've been hurt. You don't necessarily trust women. I've heard that numerous times that something happened. There was a betrayal that happened maybe even earlier on in your life. And at that point, you told yourself you were not going to trust women and all of your relationships or close friendships are with men because you don't trust women because of something a breach or a betrayal that took place when you were in in elementary school or grade school or middle school or high school or college and now I do not allow women to get close to me because I they just don't they just can't be trusted and so but you're really missing out. Let me just speak to your heart right now because you're missing out. Sister, if you do not Really allow God to bring amazing women into your life that can really walk beside you and do life with you. It is not, you are not designed to be in relation, to be in, to do life alone. You're not designed to do life alone. You're designed to do life in relationship with other women. You are designed to do relationship with other people in your life and so I, I know that a lot of you who may be listening may be feeling lonely and may desire a close friendship but you are so afraid of being hurt because of something that happened to you in the past what I would like to to encourage you in is to really start the self-reflection and You know, one of the things that we have to learn how to do, especially as we are more intentional and deliberate in doing the personal work, the self-work, the, the really the confrontation of some of our issues, right? Our self-issues is you have to move away from living in the past. Living in the past will keep you in fear. Living in the past will keep you in bondage and you won't no you will be able to move past that unless you let go of the trigger, let go of the past, let go of what the past, even the stronghold that it may even have on you, especially when it comes to creating and cultivating female friendships in your life. Okay, so how about, do you have a relationship? Or ever, have you ever had a relationship where you are controlling the other person through manipulation and emotional blackmail? Or this, the roles are reversed. Are you in a relationship where you feel that the other person is controlling you through manipulation and emotional blackmail? This is dangerous. Let me just tell you, to be in a relationship where you have to jump through hoops, you have to people please, you've got to, you're walking on eggshells because you're so afraid to to really be vulnerable and transparent and honest with the other person because in fear that they are going to pull their love away because you didn't do what they wanted you to do, that they are so controlling and manipulating that, you know, they won't, They won't talk to you like you that you always feel like you've done something wrong. You always feel like they're not going to be your friend anymore. They're going to pull their love away from you. This is a dangerous situation. And oftentimes we find ourselves in relationships like this and we have been manipulated to the point of staying in them longer than we than we want to longer than we desire to but we are there's some level of attachment in the relationship in the friendship and we don't know how to get out of it well first let me tell you that you deserve to be loved you deserve to be in a relationship that does not feel manipulative or you're not black, blackmailed emotionally for being authentically you. Let me say that again. You deserve to be in a relationship that allows you to be authentically you. And there where there is not emotional blackmail, where there is not manipulation for being someone that you're not, if that makes sense. And as a recovering people pleaser, it is really something that I've worked very hard at for almost two decades now of really being in relationships that do not, that I do not like being in relationships where I feel like if I don't do something that you like, you're going to pull your love away from me. I try to run away as fast as possible <laughs> from relationships like that. I don't even, wouldn't even consider it a relationship because I'm so keen and sensitive to that now, that I just, I, I wouldn't even consider it a relationship. Because if what, you know, the first time that I feel like I've done something that you didn't like, and then you pulled your love away from me, that's the end of that really exchange, right? I'm not moving forward to wanting to develop a deeper, more, more fulfilling relationship with you. Because you've already I've already seen evidence of your manipulation and emotional blackmail, but they I know tons and tons and tons of you listening may be in relationships where you feel like, "Oh well, that's just how she is." Oh, that's you know we've been friends for decades, we've been friends for years, and you know, I'm used to it. It's okay. You deserve to be in a relationship that allows you to be authentically you without feeling manipulated when you do something that the other person doesn't like or you feel like there's you're walking on eggshells or there's emotional blackmail to be someone that you're not. This is not a healthy relationship. And so as I continue to talk a little bit about some of these scenarios of relationships, I want you to be thinking about what kind of relationship you desire to have in your life and have you taken ownership for those relationships. So if you have relationships in your life that are not serving you, that are stressing you out, when you see the person call and you see their number show up on your phone, are you not answering them? Why are you in that relationship? I need you to ask yourself that. Why are you continuing to be in those relationships? And if you're not brave enough, courageous enough to have the conversation with the other person about how they may be making you feel about, you know, feeling like you're on eggshells, because oftentimes, the other person may not even realize that they are manipulating, controlling, pulling their love away. They may not even realize that. And so I want to encourage you to give them the benefit of the the doubt, give them the benefit of the doubt that they may just not know. And it's up to you, to take ownership of the relationship, to have the conversation. Most people don't like confrontation, I realize that, but if you want to create relationships that are fulfilling, that are loving, that are strong, that are deep, that are serving you, it is critical for you to know that you have to take ownership for cultivating them. And so it's important for you to have the conversation with that person, about how that how the relationship is making you feel even if you are doing all you feel like you're doing all the work in the relationship you're doing all the initiating you're doing all the calling you're the one who's always inviting them to go hang out they're never calling you to invite you have the conversation have the conversation so that you can really create an environment of of truth of transparency, of vulnerability, because those three things are the necessary ingredients to creating depth in your relationship. And I don't know about you, but most women I know want deep relationships. They want relationships that are solid, that are dependable, that are reliable, where you can call somebody and just maybe even just just sit on the phone and cry if you need to and not feel judged. The Those don't just pop up. You've got to cultivate those. You've got to create those type of relationships. But in order to create those, those type of relationships, they don't just happen. You have to take ownership for them in creating them. Another piece that I want to share about when, when it comes to taking ownership for creating the relationships in your life is you have to be mature enough to really know how to forgive I cannot begin to tell you that without truly understanding how to forgive in your relationships they can only go but so deep because they if you always allow offense to just linger in your relationships then eventually over time you know when you stop putting forth the effort in the relationship, and the other person start stops putting forth the rela- effort in the relationship, eventually what? It's just going to die off, right? But if it's an important relationship to you, if it's a, a relationship that you want to make a priority, then it's critical for you to learn how to forgive and not only learn how to forgive, but practice forgiveness. And forgiveness is one of the hardest things that I have noticed that men and women have a hard time executing they have a hard time doing this in their relationships and whether it's your girlfriend your mother brother sister your coworkers, it's like forgiveness is one of those things that can really embed itself in the fabric of your relationship if you I should say the, yeah, unforgiveness or offense could be that very thing that embeds itself in the fabric of your relationship, and forgiveness is the thing that takes it out. It literally wipes away the the offense if you truly understand and have the heart behind what forgiveness is supposed to mean. So forgiveness is not a feeling. Forgiveness is a decision. If you're waiting to feel like forgiving someone after they've offended you, you will be waiting probably a very long time. Forgiveness, you have to decide to forgive. Forgiveness is like a gift when you go to a birthday party or, you know, and you're giving somebody a a present, Forgiveness is like you give the present, right? Unforgiveness is like giving the present and continuing to hold on to it and not letting it go. That's unforgiveness. Forgiveness is where you give the gift of forgiveness and you release it. You let go of the offense. Critical, critical skill to learn in in really taking ownership for your relationships because those relationships that are really important to you, I promise you, In any relationship that has any depth at all, you will be offended. Promise you, right? So when you know that you're gonna be offended, you've got to know that forgiveness has to come immediately behind the, for, behind the offense or else that offense, you're giving it room to linger in the relationship. And if the relationship's important to you, you need to forgive quickly. You need to be able to have the conversation, the vulnerable, transparent, open, honest, trustful, truthful conversation so that you can move to forgiveness very quickly because I can't begin to tell you how many people I've been in relationships with that there was a level of offense, and I have been able to execute forgiveness. And they have said to me, If you did not do that, the relationship would have been over. If you did not really forgive and come to me and have the conversation, or start the conversation, or create a safe place for us to have the conversation. I would not have done that and I would have just let the relationship go. Now, of course, that didn't make me feel better because I'm like, well, wasn't our relationship a prior more of a priority to you for you to come say sorry or like, hey, what can we do to get back to our happy place? And what I've learned over the years is that they did not know how they didn't know what to do after an offense. A lot of times people are like, Oh, well, that's the end of that relationship. And they just kind of let it go and move on. But why would you do that? Especially in relationships that are meaningful to you, that are important to you, that are a priority to you. Why would you allow offense to really rule and reign over this relationship when you've got the power you have the power to take the initiative to say, you know what, I'm really sorry for hurting you. I really didn't mean to please forgive me. Can we talk through this? It's very simple. And I don't know anyone who has been in a relationship where there's been offense, and somebody has come and said, you know what, I'm so sorry for hurting you. We I'm can we talk about it? And I let me just rephrase that because I have known people to say, well, no, I don't forgive you because they're still in the offense, right? But when both parties have are committed, when both parties are committed to the relationship, whether it's with your best friend, your cousin, your sibling, when they're both committed to the health of the relationship and somebody, and there's a fence there, And one person comes to the other and says, I'm so sorry for hurting you. Can we get this back on track? Can we talk about it? And then the person responded in a negative way. I have not seen that because both parties were committed to the health of the relationship. So that's what I mean when it comes to really thinking through what kind of relationships do you want to have in your life? What kind of relationships are surrounding you? are they serving you are they supporting you are they healthy for you are they mutually um co- is there a mutual commitment in those relationships and are you both committed to getting back to your happy place after an offense are you both committed to being transparent and vulnerable and open and loyal and trustworthy because those are the relationships that I believe most of us want. And sometimes we just don't know what to do or how to get it, how to get them. But oftentimes in relationships, you have to be the first to take, you have to be the first one to take the first step. You've got to be the first one to maybe initiate a conversation. You have to be the first one to maybe initiate a transparent, vulnerable conversation. Because again, you never know what, The other person is thinking, especially if you're if you didn't grow up together or, you know, this is my best friend from first grade, you know, and you are meeting somebody on the job and you just clicked and you're wanting to get to know them. And you you just don't necessarily know how to forge or create or cultivate a closeness. And really, it just it really is simple. It's transparency and vulnerability. And those are very hard for many people. So I'm not mad at you if you have a problem creating depth in relationship. Seriously, it's there's no judgment here at all. I really just want to encourage you to take that next step. Take one step closer to sharing something that's That really exposes you a little bit. And I know that's a scary word, expose, but it's so necessary if you desire to have the relationships that really, serve you that you want to create that you walk through life with these people you you know we don't want to do life alone who wants to do life alone we don't want to do that but we have the power the authority the the commitment because again commitment comes with decision the commitment to create these amazing relationships that not only Can you really share life with, but you but you want? I know for me, I have relationships that I just can't imagine my life without, and these are people that I've been friends with for over decades 20 years. They've seen we've been together growing up from our 20s to 40s, we've been, we our kids have grown up, and you know gone through marriages and divorces and everything in between. And I can't, there's nothing more precious to me than these amazing relationships that I've created. And this really extends to the relationships that I have with my children and my parents and my siblings. Like I really am committed to having the very best relationships with all of these people that I love so dearly. And don't think that it doesn't take work because it does, but the bottom line is the commitment that's there. And I'm not going to allow an offense to destroy this relationship that is so important to me. I would never, ever, ever, I will always die to self. I will always be the first to apologize. I will always be the first to forgive. If it if if it means the survivability of this relationship, it is I don't need to be right. I don't need, because again, relationships are the things that are going to matter the most when it's my time to go. I want to know that I have a, a, a very clear conscience that, that the people that I've, that I have forged a relationship with know that I love them, know that I care about them, know that they matter to me. And that is what I'm really trying to encourage you today in this episode is to take ownership, take responsibility for the relationships that are in your life. Make every effort to just make them a priority and communicate and initiate hard conversations, initiate apologies, initiate forgiveness. Because at the end of the day, it's a priority, right? It's a priority. And those that aren't a priority and those that are toxic, those relationships that are toxic and hurtful and judgmental, you, it's still, you still have to be courageous. You still have to be brave sometimes to have the conversation to let them go. Don't hold on to a relationship that is not serving you, that in fact is hurting you. Don't hold on to them. You deserve to be in relationships that allow you to be authentically who God's created you to be. You deserve to be in relationships that where there is no judgment, where there's no emotional blackmail, where there's no manipulation and control and, and pride and ego that needs to be right. You don't deserve that. And you have a choice to let those go. You have a choice to release those each and every moment of the day, because you have one life. You can choose who you want to be in your life to share it with you when it comes to the close relationships that you surround yourself with. How important are your relationships? How much ownership? And responsibility are you taking for your relationships, for the quality of your relationships, the health, the strength, viability, the depth of your relationships? Ask yourself, what is it that you're doing or what can you do today to take ownership for your relationships and how they show up in your life? Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I really, really appreciate it. If you are not following us on Instagram at Wife Wisdom, I invite you to join our tribe over on social media on Instagram. If you have not rated our podcast on iTunes, please do so to rate and review us. That would be awesome in helping other women find our podcast. But most importantly, I just thank you so much for continuing to be consistent and listening to our podcast each and every week sharing this with your sister circle and continuing to just share and and send me love and encouragement and support that this is blessing you that it's encouraging you that you truly are benefiting and feel like you're being served through this podcast. So thank you so much for being here. I love you so much with all my heart. And I look forward to connecting with you next week. Bye bye.